0: Today's episode is brought to you by the Southern Living Plant Collection. To view our plant collection, find a retailer near you, or buy online, visit southernlivingplants.com. From around the world, across the nation, and up your street, it is I, Steve Bender, the Grumpy Gardener. Welcome to Ask Grumpy, a podcast from Southern Living. One of my foremost goals as a grumpy gardener is to have all of my fans be able to grow gardens that are just as beautiful as mine. A daunting task, I know. I'm here with my co-host, Nella. Hey, Stig. (laughs) Hi, Nella. What's going on?
1: Well, not much, but we have a very interesting question today. Well, that's much. (laughs) All right, let's get to it. You say bad things about privet, but when I lived in Michigan, I babysat 600 feet of scalloped, waved, and sculpted privet hedge, and thus I'll not give up on it. Once I was nearly shunned by the neighborhood because I cut the then unmanageable hedge to a foot high. You've killed the hedge the colonel planted in 1936, (laughs) they wailed. Now in Georgia, we have four nicely groomed privets. What say you now? (laughs)
0: <laughs> Listen, I don't care if it was the colonel's plan. I don't care what species of privet it is. I don't care how you use it. I don't care what color it is. I don't care what form, if you sheared it into a George Washington or a, I mean, squirrel, or... Or a squirrel. you know, I, I don't care what you're using for privet. I hate privet. I make no apologies about it. Now, some people up north, they like it for making hedges and things like that. And that's probably because they can shear it into all these weird little forms. And uh, it's not invasive so much. Down here in the south, privet, especially the Chinese privet, is the worst weed that we have. It's worse than kudzu because it spreads everywhere. It grows everywhere, sun or shade, bad soil, good soil, wet soil dry soil, and it just takes over. So, really, I'm happy that you've moved down here and escaped Michigan. But the next time you write me and you tell me how wonderful Privet is, I'm going to sing the Ohio State Buckeye theme song.
1: (laughs) Well, tell us how you really feel about Privet.
0: I think I have.
1: I do have a question about privet, though. Okay. Does it have to have sun to grow in?
0: It depends. Most plants like to grow in sun, more of them than in shade. I would say if you're going to grow privet, you probably want it to be thick because you want to use it for a screening, mm-hmm. some sort of thing. So the more sun it gets, the thicker it's going to get. But frankly, I couldn't care less what privet likes. I hate privet.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> jeez, Glad I'm not a privet.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> And so anybody who has anything else nice to say about Privet out there, just keep it to yourself.
1: All right, Steve. Calm down. All right, I'll try. (sighs) Hey, Steve. Happy Saturday. It's Saturday again? Yes. And do you know what time it is?
0: Could it be time for Tip
1: of the Weed? <laughs> no. No. Yes, it is. It's not? <laughs> it is.
0: Okay. Well, I, uh,
1: I'm just teasing.
0: Don't fool around with me. I know. You know? Not
1: on a Saturday when we're all supposed to be happy and enjoying the day.
0: Yeah. I got lots of things I got to do today, you know?
1: Okay. Well.
0: I got to dig weeds.
1: Or how yeah, to listen pl- to my wife. How to plant a tree. That is our tip of the week.
0: How to plant a tree. Well, I'm just going to go through the basics here because I mean, you know, we're talking about how to plant a small tree, how to plant a big tree, how to plant an evergreen, how to plant a deciduous tree. First of all, you got to make sure that the ground is ready, that it's not muddy, that you can dig easily without that much effort. You want to give the tree a good start. Doesn't matter how big the tree is, how tall it is, or how big the root ball is, but you want to give it a nice home to start off with. So it would be great if everyone had beautiful, rich, loose, fertile soil. Most of us don't. So how do we get around that? Well, think about this. People will commonly plant a tree in a hole as big as the root ball, and the roots just don't go anywhere. It just sits there. So you need to dig a nice big hole. When I say big hole, here's what I mean. You dig the hole as deep as the root ball is, whether it's in a pot or whether it's been balled and burlapped, as deep as the root ball is, but absolutely no deeper. The top of the root ball should be just even with the soil surface, or maybe about a half an inch above. Then the hole, you need to dig it so that it is three times as wide in diameter as the hole. And you're going to put the tree right in the center of the hole. So that way, it gives plenty of loosened soil for the roots to expand into, and the tree won't just sit there. It'll start growing. Now, you say, well, but my soil is so crummy. I mean, it's all clay and it's hard and everything. Well, first thing is when you dig that nice wide hole, you're loosening the soil so the roots can get going. And they say, well, shouldn't I mix something in to make the soil better? Like shouldn't I use some compost or some soil conditioner or who knows what, some ground up leaves and mix that in with the soil so they'll have a happier home? Well, that depends on how big the tree is that you're going to plant, how big it's going to get. For a small tree that's only going to grow to be, it's a dwarf tree, only five feet tall, maybe, maybe mixing up some soil amendments into the soil, maybe that's a good idea, okay? And then you fill in all that soil around the tree and you firm it down and you water it really thoroughly and you put some mulch on top. But if it's a big tree, let's say it's going to be a shade tree and it's going to grow 50, 60 feet tall, the roots that it's going to have to grow are going not to stay in that three foot area. They're going to go way out into your yard. So, what's the point in giving it the super enriched soil right at the base if its roots aren't going to be there very much longer? And when you do that, I always say it's like leaving a teenager in the basement of an air conditioned room where he's got you know, his Xbox, and he's got his phone and he's talking to all his buds and then telling him to go have fun outside. Well, it's hot out there. I don't want to go out there. It's the same thing when you baby a a tree, when you're planting it. If the roots are going to go out into the ground, just put the original soil back that you dug out. Plant it at the top of the root ball from the soil. So the top of the root ball, maybe a half inch is just showing water it in, firm it in, water it in well, and then cover over the top of the root ball with one to two inches of mulch. And one thing to remember when you do that, do not put any mulch up against the tree trunk. They should not be touching because this can cause some problems with the tree, with insects and diseases. So that's the way to do it. Oh, and one other thing. Yeah. Before I forget this, a lot of people ask, So after I plant my tree, do I have to stake it? The answer is no. You don't have to stake it unless you're planting it in pure sand, maybe a palm tree. And the reason why is because naturally a tree is outdoors where the wind blows the tree this way and it makes it bend that way back and forth and back and forth. And by doing that, it strengthens the trunk. The trunk will grow sturdier. And if you stake up the tree, so you're just holding it in one position, when you take out the stake, eventually the trunk isn't going to be as strong and will probably lean to one side. So don't stake your tree. It's a waste of time.
1: Okay, I have another follow-up question. Are you supposed to loosen the root ball?
0: Okay, I talked about two different ways you can buy a tree. One is balled and burlapped, which you definitely would not loosen the root ball. If you did, you'd kill the tree. It's all, you put the root ball and the burlap into the hole at once. And the last thing you ever want to do is break that root ball. But if you're going to plant a tree that's growing in a container, the entire root system is in that pot. And if it's been in there too long, the roots start growing in circles around the inside of the pot and if it stays that way, it can form a solid mass of roots and they can actually strangle themselves. So, if you take off the pot and you see that it's a real tight root wall with roots growing around in circles, what you want to do is get yourself some sort of a tool, it could be a screwdriver, it could be some sort of a weeder, but you want to gently loosen and unwrap those roots so that the ones on the outside aren't strangling the ones on the inside and so that there's roots pointing in all different directions before you put it in a hole and before you cover it up with soil.
1: Okay. That's a great tip of the week. Y'all go out and plant a tree today.
0: Plant three. (laughs) Thanks for tuning in to Ask Grumpy. This podcast airs every Wednesday and Saturday. If you have a question, you know where to find me. No question goes unanswered on the Grumpy Gardener Facebook page. Be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss an episode. And we'd love to have your feedback. If you could rate this podcast and leave a review, that would make Grumpy very happy. You can find us online at southernliving.com forward slash Grumpy.